You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. So a couple months ago, we had to change Oakley's car seat. And you pulled it out of the truck, and here we are, too busy to take care of things right away. So what do we do? Leave it there. I'll get to it later. Right. Sat in our kitchen. (laughs) So, of course, you know, these things get so packed with crumbs and toys and I don't know. It's like some treasure chest box. And when Mm -hmm. you take out this car seat, at least for us, when we have toddlers who want snacks and whatnot, these things hold a lot. Well, you know, it's virtually impossible to actually clean out every crevice of the car seat. I mean, no matter what, you can't get to it. Unless you have River. Yeah. So we bring it inside and River is one of our dogs. And like any dog, she's got a great nose and she goes straight over that car seat. And what does she find? Anything she can get to. <laughs> she thought she found Cheerios. gold. Like she thought it was incredible. So here she is. I mean, she I actually have a picture. If I can find it, I'll post it on our Facebook page. Yeah. And she is digging so deep into this thing. We tried calling her and like she would not snap out of it. She was, uh, she's she, in the zone. Yeah. She found something. So much that you were actually eating lunch and you dropped, I think it was the whole entire plate on the floor. Yeah. And because we have dogs, we do what most dog owners do and <laughs> tap our foot and say, come get it. Clean it up. Yeah. I mean, she's like some robot vacuum cleaner, you know. And she was about to get a nice feast. I mean, it was. I dropped yeah. the whole plate. It was everything. So I remember side dishes and everything. Yeah. And I dropped it, and she could have had it all. Little Roomba should have come <laughs> zooming over and cleaned it up. But she was completely distracted at what she thought she had, which was the hidden treasure in the car seat. And that's what she was focused on, mm-hmm. that she was so focused on it, she didn't even see the whole turkey dinner she had on the floor. Right. She was eating like, I don't know, three-year-old french fries or something. <laughs> yeah. Crunching over there. She wouldn't look at us for anything. So it actually reminds me of a verse, believe it or not, mm-hmm. not related to car seats. <laughs> it's Second Peter. Um, Peter says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you may be partakers of the divine nature. Peter is telling us that we have this precious gift this abundant life. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. you could ever want, really. I mean, it's it's life and godliness. And- right. Through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ, our Lord. He's telling us, yeah, that we have all things that pertain unto life and godliness. But then if I scroll down to verse number eight, it says, for if these things be in you and abound. So he's actually saying these things in the prior verses are the virtues that he says to supplement to your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, if these things be in you and abound, They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So if you don't have these things, these virtues, basically, in the prior verses, he's saying that you can be barren or unfruitful because the opposite of that is if you have them, you are not barren. You are not unfruitful. So. Um, we know that we can be barren, we can be unfruitful, and we can be blind so mm-hmm. that we can't see afar off from the sins that we were purged from. 
just like River. She's so, so focused on um, her sights that she was actually barren and unfruitful. She wasn't paying attention. She wasn't interacting with us when we called her that yeah. she missed this feast. She was so blind to it. She actually uh, missed out on this abundant mm-hmm. food that we had for her. She's missing out on the fullness that that life has to offer her. Well, it's interesting because Paul actually then tells us that uh, in Christ, this is in Colossians 2, in Christ uh, are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Hmm. So even River thought she had the treasures, the hidden treasures of the Cheerios stuck in the side of the thing. Um, But really, it's in Christ where all the treasures are hidden. And it goes on to encourage the people. It says, for in him, in Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. It says, we're buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. And so basically what happened is if we lose our focus... It's not, you know, when you become a Christian and you, the Bible says here, buried with him in baptism, and then you're risen with him, Mm -hmm. you know, positionally you are saved, you're in a new life, you're buried and you rose again. Um, You're in that new life. You have access to the abundant life you were talking about. Right. But when we lose sight of that, we are like drifting back into the old way of you know not thinking about god but thinking about the world and losing focus of him right and when that happens it says that you can be barren or unfruitful right i mean it says having the knowledge of god here river thought that she knew it all Mm -hmm. she had her own knowledge but it's clear that it's the knowledge of god that is in you and his working that abounds in you and God sees all things, right? So he knows what he has that's that's better for you. You might think you're in a good position and you have something good with what's right in front of you. And I think sometimes it's really easy for us to kind of get possessive and hold on to where wherever we're at in life or what we have, thinking that is the very best. Surely and it's sometimes, what God wants for me. Yeah. yeah, right? And sometimes God is saying, I want you to step out of your comfort zone because I have something better for you over here. And it may not actually be, I hate to be the downer here, but it actually might not be something we deem as better. It might be better because of his working in us to shape us and mold us to mm-hmm. his image. Or better because he I'm knows there. the future. And it's like, look, I, I know years down the road, you're going to need to be over here because that other position is not going to be for you. Right. Yeah, it could be a variety of things, but... The point is, mm-hmm. River was actually wasn't paying attention. She was in her own knowledge, in her own, mm. you know, understanding of this is good and this is what I want. And when we called her for something better, she didn't see it. So what should River have done? Well, I do appreciate that she cleaned out the car seat. <laughs> yeah. She should have looked up, looked around, right? Regrouped and saying, well, wait, let me make sure my focus is in the right place. <laughs> And if we do that, and sometimes, hey, we're a little too focused on the wrong thing, 
step back, re-examine ourselves, re-examine our lives, look around. Hey, where is God? Right. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm joining him. She should have left it all behind. Yep. Well, the crumbs anyway. That's right. <laughs>